Hey, I'm Bob Runkle, and for as long as I can remember, I've loved pop culture. Despite the challenges I've faced in my life, pop culture has always been there for me. I love talking to people and being a platform for others to share their thoughts and stories. Because if there's one thing I never get tired of, it's seeing driven, talented, and inspiring individuals follow their dreams, no matter what obstacles are in their way. And I know a thing or two about that. Welcome to the DJ Bob Show. I'm DJ Bob. Roll it. The DJ Bob Show. Pop culture, past and present. And now, here is your host, DJ Bob. I had lots of dream guests for this show throughout the time it's been on the air. And surprisingly, William Hung has been one of them. And he's here with us, talking about his American Idol audition, what he's up to now, and he even sings a little for us at the end. You're not going to want to miss this. So, William, thank you so much for coming on the show. I've been trying to get in touch with you for, feels like, years, and I'm so happy that we're here today. No problem, man. I'm so happy about this. So, to kick this off, what is something that you wish people knew about you? I wish people know more than me as the Shebangs guy from American Idol. Uh, I would say that I am a calculated risk taker. I love taking risks in life to improve my uh, situation for my family and friends, not just for myself. I totally see that. And on that note, do you feel like auditioning for Idol 18 years ago was a risk in itself? Because you didn't know what you were getting into. It was a risk, but to me, it was a low risk. Uh, because one of the questions I asked myself is, what is the worst thing that can happen to me? The worst thing that can happen to me is that I don't make it to Hollywood. I go back to be a normal student. People might even get a, good, uh, a few good laughs from my audition, but that's about it. And when it blew up, I bet it was like you didn't know what to do. And I've heard you talk about this at length, and it's like nobody set out for any type of success, but it became the huge, massive thing. And was that difficult for you? Well, I would say that that is more like I, I adjust my expectations. Yeah, it's it's hard to say. It was it was not something I I uh, I was like easily get used to. It took some time. Because I was a normal guy, uh, very living very low key, and then all of a sudden, it's like everything I do, uh, I like people uh, write about it, will talk about it. It's almost like you're living life under a microscope. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, some people see me as the person with the disability with the podcast. I'm more than that. 
and you're kind of like you're almost trying to meet people's expectations of you and that's kind of a difficult line to walk really I really don't know what people uh, expect from me. <laughs> I don't think they have any expectations uh, in terms of how they see me, unless like, they are like, like my good friends, they know me for many years. So most people, they just see me as a comedian. And you know what? Cause I've been wanting to talk to you for a while and something that struck me and I wanted to talk to you about it at length here because I feel like you haven't talked about it as moving to the United States when you were 10 years old from Hong Kong. What was that transition like for you? Well, it's like starting a new life. <laughs> uh, I spoke very limited English. I know how to greet people. I know how to order food, but that's about it. So yeah, it took me about three to four years to get used to not just the overcoming the language barriers, but uh, getting used to life in America. I would say that uh, in, in America, like is anything is possible. There are, there are all kinds of people. There are crazy people, there are good people, there are bad people, so everything in between. Yeah, and when do you feel like you, felt comfortable in this environment because it wasn't overnight you know it took me a long time i never really got got uh 100 uh, comfortable uh there i i, I there was uh always people try to bully me uh they they, they they would steal my 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 uh my my pencil box or whatever <laughs> and i even got punched in the in the got sucker punch uh in, in my in my right eye uh, when i was in middle school Ooh. so so yeah i i, wow. I was never 100 percent comfortable uh i after that i took uh karate uh, for self-defense uh but good thing is that i never had to use it after that well that must have been a valuable tool for you even if you didn't have to use it just knowing that you had that if you ever needed it yeah it, it's it's more like, like like i feel i felt like i was helpless uh during that 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 incident uh in middle school in seventh grade and i'll never forget it those things stick with you like it could be 20 30 years or even long. like no matter how long it takes it could still impact you like and it could still it but these moments and I'm sure you know this, they shape who you are. Yeah. Because for me, living with a disability and being in a wheelchair, that has its own set of challenges and little workarounds. But you do what you have to do. And what I always try to do is prove people wrong mm. and just show my true authentic self and i think you do that as well yeah i i always keep it uh real and authentic like like i keep it very honest and uh instead of try to sugarcoat you know i i'm not i don't like to just brag about my success yes of course sometimes i share my success uh but i don't like 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 make promises that that are like way out there that i can't keep yeah 
I mean, when that audition blew up, you were everywhere. You were like a hot commodity for a while. You, I mean, the audition aired in January. You had an album out that April, so it was quick. And you had to just do what you can, which is adapt to whatever was thrown at you. Yeah. Was there a moment in when she banged and the audition hit it, when the audition was at its peak, was there ever a moment you were like, wow, I get to do that? Mm. No, I, I didn't think like, like, like that. I, ju I just took it like any other opportunity. So it was, it was just day by day, sort of. Uh, right, right. Like I didn't know what was gonna happen because the because there was a there was a time gap between when I auditioned on TV, uh, like like uh, the, and the live uh, setting compared to when the, they broadcast the audition, and then somehow that audition went viral. It's like a four month uh, gap. Wow. <laughs> Let me tell you something funny. So when the audition aired. You know, I loved it. I thought it was really charming and fun. And then that April, I tried to buy your album. Oh. Your first album. Yeah. And it was sold out. Oh, wow. I could not find it anywhere. Wow. And I still don't have it. So <laughs> if I ever find it, we got to get you to sign me a copy of it. Um, okay, cool. That'd be great. So, so the, the other thing I wanted to talk to you is about diversity and disability inclusion and people with challenges and people with barriers. What does that mean to you? What does inclusivity mean to you? It just, it means that uh, you respect everyone regardless of their gender, their race, their ability or condition. Uh, it, it is, it is to me, it, it, it is that uh, uh, simple. I'm not saying it's easy to do because everybody has you know, biases and stereotypes, including myself, but that's what it is. What do you think is your biggest insecurity in what you do? Because for me, it's, Honestly, my stutter and me kind of stammering over my words, and I, someone who speaks for a living, that could be a barrier. So are there any insecurities you have in what you do? Because we all have them. Mm. Yeah, for sure. I would say that, that I, I, uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure I like, some of the stories that I hide behind, uh, I'm like, like everyone has to process them before they're ready to share them in the real world. Yeah. That's why I would say like, like there's, everyone has their own like hidden pains inside of them. Uh, for, for me, like, like, like uh, I would say that, that there's a lot of stories I haven't shared about my, you know, gambling uh, and, and, uh, and stock trading. Uh, the risk that I take that, that that didn't work out, you know, or the two marriages where I married and divorced, 
the two failed marriages. So everyone has those deep pains inside. Uh, and, and then, you know, it's more like, like, like when is it uh, the right time to share them? It's okay to, to keep something to yourself too. And that's what you have to do. But also, if you don't share something, you're not showing your true authentic self. Yeah. Like, for example, I never used to talk about my disability on this podcast. Mm. But once I did, people wanted to know more and started asking me questions and asking mm. me my story. And it created this conversation that I wouldn't otherwise have. Mm. That's why at some point, as hard as it is, you got to open up. Yeah. And you have to be real. You have to be authentic. You have to be yourself and just showcase you as a person. And one of the things early on I admired about you was your love of like inspirational quotes and giving people little nuggets of wisdom to get through the day. Was that something you always did? Because not everybody's like that. Um, well, I would say it's something that happened over time. It's, it's like, it's like, like, like the, the, my, the main uh, purpose for, for me to take on the showbiz, the entertainment career or business, whatever you want to call it, it, it might like yes money was definitely part of my motivation but my main motivation is not just money my main motivation is to share my side of the story yeah and i i think you sharing your story now is a lot of people think that you know you're funny it's very lighthearted and fun but the reason why I wanted to talk to you is because you've got a whole other story that people need to hear about. So I want to hear about your motivational speaking and your journey to that. Well, like, like, uh, so one of the, the something that, that, I, that, I, that I worked on and I published uh, about four years ago was my own book called Champion by Choice. Uh, and then there are three uh, keys to becoming a champion, regardless of your circumstances. So the, the three C's are communication, context, and connection. So communication, like I mentioned, is about, like, like you said, like keeping it real, honest, authentic, you know, uh, tr uh, try to do it in a way that's caring, but you don't hide the facts. Uh, and then, and then the context is to understand your situation. Uh, for me, the 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 way uh, I responded on American Idol was because I I saw the situation differently than most people. Most people would get angry and upset when they don't make it to Hollywood. For me, I I thought that I knew uh, going in the odds were against me to make to make it to Hollywood in the first place. So why should I feel so upset when, you know, the odds of me making it to Hollywood is like, you know, who knows? One out of a thousand or one out of three thousand, right? Whatever the number, some small percentage. So it's okay. You know, I don't take it personally. Uh, and then finally, the connection is that, you know, it's about uh, making uh, 
quality connections with the right people. Uh, for me, I don't have that much time and energy to you know manage a lot of friends. Uh, it's not about having five thousand friends uh, on Facebook to impress you. It's about you know ha having like maybe ten to twenty people I stay in touch with every day. Yeah, you have to have that core group. Yeah, because uh, they could be your sounding board for everything: life, work, experiences. It's good to have that group. Yes. And something that I wanted to ask you is like, is there something, is there a question that you get asked about your experience in show business or in idol or just in life that you don't particularly like? And what is that? <laughs> well, I think the, the most annoying question uh, that I get from my fans is that I, they sometimes people, uh, they want me to just randomly sing She Bangs in public. <laughs> well, and I always say no, because I just don't feel right, you know, because because my, my, when, when I perform that song, it has value. Uh, so when I random, if I agree to perform randomly in public, just because one of my fans asked me that, that I feel like, you know, they it's not it, all of a sudden it doesn't have the same value it's your show for them it's your gimmick for them but you're so much more than that right now what is the weirdest experience that you've had with a fan the weirdest experience oh i remember uh one of my fans from hong kong he would uh, run up to the elevator as I, as my parents and I are about to head back uh, to the room to go to sleep. Uh, and then like that guy, he would get down on his knees to beg for my picture and autograph. <laughs> and I said, yes, <laughs> because I, I didn't want him to feel bad. Well, that is an interesting story. Uh... Yeah, that was, that was crazy. I, I didn't expect that. And the other thing worth noting about your story is that was when social media was really attic was really attic infancy. Yeah. What do you think would happen if you auditioned now? Would you have more ridicule? Would there be a different outcome? How do you feel? Um I don't think I would do it again. Uh, there, there is no, there is no if because because everything in life is about you look at your current situation and then you see if that if that is something if you know if the risk you take is worth doing it right. Like the first time I did it, it was worth it because that I had nothing to lose. But now I feel like I had a lot to lose uh, because. If I were to get on audition, like, like, you know, it, it, most of the time, like 99.999% of the time, it's not going to work out, right? Because I don't, I don't have the legitimate singing talent. You know, even if I were to get higher vocal coaches, take music classes, I know that's not my talent. So, so, you know, some, so sometimes you have to be honest to yourself as well. You have to know, all right, I'm not good at this and that's okay. Right. But you still have fun with it. And that is something 
that I admire because American Idol has asked you back several times to, to you know, sing and play around and joke and have fun. And that's got to be meaningful for you. Like, you're a part of pop culture. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I mean, I, I like 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 people know who I am. Uh, I still get recognized every day. So yeah, it's a it's a, it's a good it's a good crown to have. <laughs> so what are you up to currently? Well, my main thing is that I make uh, online singing videos on a platform called Cameo. So so Cameo, many cele celebrities are on it. Me too. Uh, and and then I usually get like fan requests to sing them happy birthday motivate them to get them out of their slums so yeah it's, it, it has, it's actually a good fit not because uh, as I think more about it it's not you know even though like like uh, initially I just thought that I was just this weird comedian making fun of myself kind of guy uh, I, I realized that I'm more than that too you know I, I realized that 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 you know I, I do uh, motivate people to keep chasing their dreams and I'll be honest. You've inspired me today just by hearing us having a having a conversation. Because to me, we're not doing an interview. We're having a conversation. There's a difference. Yes. yes. There's a major difference. So there are a couple of things I wanted to know. And we're going to have a little fun with you. Because one of the things that I love about you is that you have this automatic ability to make people smile. Oh, thank you so much. And make people happy mm. and feel good about themselves and mm. motivate them. So I think the next question I have for you is, how do you motivate yourself? Oh, that's a really good question. I would say that, that uh, it's, it's like, I need to continue to improve my life. Uh, and I feel like there is so much more ahead of me. I'm still only 39 years young. Uh, there's so much I haven't done. There's so much I new things I haven't, I haven't tried. So that's my main motivation. Uh, I, don't, I, don't I don't have a, you know, my soulmate yet. I'm still looking for the right, right girl. Yeah, there's, so that, that's, how, that's how I look at my, my life. Uh, the other thing that, that that goes through my mind is that I don't want to waste my unique talent, uh, and I feel like my unique talent is some something related to risk taking and math. Uh, but it's just a matter of how to make the most out of it. That's honestly what what you have to do, because yeah. like having a disability, I could be like, oh, but I'm so worried to share my voice here be out there but i'm doing it and i'm doing it for 12 years so if you don't try you're not gonna know exactly you're not gonna know and i think that you sharing your gift in this way it it's taking away a lot of the mockery and the stuff you got in the early days when you first auditioned. You're making people see that you are a person with real feelings, real thoughts, real, real 
you know, interactions with people, you're not just the she bangs guy. Right. That being said, <laughs> for my audience, can we hear a little bit of it? <laughs> okay, sure. She bangs, she bangs. Oh, baby, when she moves, she moves. I go crazy because she looks like it flowed, but she's still like it be. Like every girl in history. Yes! <laughs> that <laughs> is so wonderful. So, where can people get in touch with you? The best way is through uh, my Instagram, William Hung Official. Uh, you there, uh, you can contact me with email. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook and Twitter. And I am so thrilled to have you talk to us after all the years. Because like I said, the first time I contacted you was in 2013. And we never, we never crossed paths. And I'm glad that we did on this random occurrence. So I'm so happy that you were here. And I hope to have you back on Cune to talk about any other projects you may have. Sounds good, man. And, uh, you know, just to close with this one, uh, you know, whatever your dreams are, just to, uh, focus on just taking that next step to get closer because, you know, dreams that are worth achieving are always challenging. You know, like, 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 like if money and resource is not an issue for me, I, I want to create some kind of online school or platform to teach people about taking risks in a smart way. You know, that's why, that's my vision. Uh, that's what I'm working towards every day. So, you know, you know figure out where you want to go and then figure out how you can get closer to that. Thank you so much. The DJ Bob Show. Pop culture, past and present.